I was very grateful when I found out that um, we would be singing this second song today. Because earlier in the week, Reuben asked me to share this morning. And um, as usual, when I am put outside of my comfort zone, my reaction is always, absolutely not. Like, just let me be in the worship team doing what I know how to do, and that's okay, and I'm ready. That, that's my worship to God. And um, so it took me a few minutes to eventually, encouraged by Pedro and Jode, say yes. And then Pedro sent the lineup and this song, I was listening, like we usually listen to the songs to prepare for today. And then this song was like, Jamil, it's all about him. You know, it's, it's not about me. It's about you, Jesus. To which then I said, okay, yes, fine. <laughs> um, but um, so earlier in the week, I was talking to a friend here at work. And uh, the conversation revolved around the topic of how difficult it's, it's becoming to, to unwind before going to sleep. And uh, for people like myself who are not very keen on sleeping anyway, it's even harder. So I go to bed and I have so many things on my mind. It's tasks and it's deadlines and it's dreams and this and what can I do and how am I going to get through all of this in, in the one day. And it's difficult to unwind. Um, our minds are they're just so busy with thoughts and um, with accomplishments. And it, to me, it feels like sometimes that the more that we can achieve, the more that we can squeeze into our schedule, the more productive we are. And so the, the better we feel about ourselves. And that got me thinking that we are literally a microwave generation. Like we need things done fast, done well, so that we can jump to the next task and the next task, to the point where even our vocabulary nowadays is shrinking by the day. And then I was thinking about words that, are, that have only been introduced to us, I would say, in the past, I don't know, 10 years, or concepts like WhatsApp and Uber, and they went from being nouns, nouns to becoming verbs, right? So instead of saying, I will send you a message on WhatsApp, we say, I WhatsApp you. And instead of saying, I'm going to call an Uber, we'll say, oh, I'm just going to Uber too. Because we're so desperate to shrink things. And never mind, we, like, let's not even go into the, the acronyms, the BRBs and the ASAP. And th this, we, we just, we're desperate to shrink sentences because we, can't, we have no time to waste. One day, and this was a few weeks ago, um, somebody told me we were talking on, on WhatsApp, what's it? no, Instagram. And then at one point she said, oh, yeah, it's okay, it's okay, I'll PM you. And then I thought, PM. So it took me a few seconds to understand that that was a private message. So she would send me a private message, not in a group setting, it would be private. And then I was just thinking, oh, my word, we are, if we can shrink words to shorter syllables or to... Little, little letters that will remind us of something, then we will because we have no time. Time is of the essence and there's no time to waste. Um, and saving time isn't bad. However, the problem is that um, sometimes now we, we're living in such a rush that most of the times in between running from chore to chore, in between um, going from this task to this accomplishment, to this course, to this meeting, we forget or we find no time to look around. 
And I won't even go beyond the looking. Uh, we, we forget to, to allocate time to seeing those around. Because sometimes you, 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 your eyes just cross past people, but you don't really see them. And that's what I would like to, to talk about today. Not necessarily about time, but um, about uh, us noticing people about us being intentional in, in uh, being with people and um, about one another. I'm sure you've heard, or I hope you've heard or seen in the Bible, that there are many verses that talk about one another. I went to look deeper into it, and there's about 100 verses in the Bible. Or not, not verses, there are 100 mentions of one another in the Bible. And this um, scholar from the U.S. did us all a favor, and he decided to group these one another's. And the things that he found were actually very interesting. Out of the hundred and something mentions of one another in the Bible, three topics stick out. And that's what I would like to talk to you briefly about today. The first one, so out of the hundred, a third of them are about unity. So a big chunk of these one another's talk about or deal with the church getting along. And it's, it goes, be at peace with one another, accept one another, bear and forgive one another. The list goes on, and I can give you the list if you want. But it's literally instructing the church to be together, to be united. Then the other part, one of the other parts, the, another one-third, Instructs Christians to love. And that's the, the more beautiful one, isn't it? Oh, love. Such a nice word. Um, and uh, the one another's for love go like this. Through love, serve. Through love, greet. Through love, tolerate. Through love, be devoted to one another. Beautiful. So that's about a third. So if you're thinking about 30 of those mentions, 30-something are about love. Then the other part are, is about humility and humility ab among believers. And some of the mentions of one another are serve one another. This, this the next one is a bit uh, difficult to swallow sometimes, but it says in the Bible on Philippians 2.3, 2, regard one another as more important than yourselves. It's in the Bible, so you can go check it out. Okay? And uh, it also goes, clothe yourself in humility towards one another. Wash one another's feet. Jesus did it. We should do it too. There are many verses about these three guys. Uh, but there is a passage in the Bible that joins these three aspects together. And that's the passage that, I, that you have on the screen that I would like for us to read. Um, and it goes like this. So Philippians chapter 2, verses 2 to 4. Make my joy complete. By thinking the same way, having the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose, do nothing out of self-ambition or conceit, but in humility, consider others as more important than yourself. So in the one verse, Paul was able to join all of the 100, 100 one another's that we have in the Bible, because we have the love there, we have the unity there, and we have the humility there. And you can be asking yourself, but why? Why go through the trouble? 
Sounds like a lot of work, and if you're thinking like that, you're absolutely right. One anothering, if that was another of our new verses, it takes work. Sometimes it will just be to clap and to cheer and say, Grace, I'm so glad you, you got this. I'm so glad you got there. I'm so glad you've accomplished what you really wanted. But many times it will mean that you need to pick up your one another and you need to drag them along for a very, very, very long time. And it's tiring. It's time-consuming. It's energy-consuming. It's patience-consuming. And chances are, many times, there are no guarantees of appreciation, at least not earthly guarantees of appreciation, right? On heaven, you will get something. But on earth, I can't guarantee you that you will. So one anothering is commitment. And it's commitment for something that is more for the other than for yourself. But God. If you go on to this chapter... It's not going to be on the screen, but I will read from my Bible. So Philippians chapter 2, verse 10. It says this. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So I'm not picking scripture from another chapter or another book that then can conclude this thought beautifully. It's in the same passage. So this, entire, this chapter from verse 1 up until verse 10 is talking about Christ's example. And the very last verse is this one that I read to you now. So that every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So yes, it's hard, but yes, there is a reason. Unity, love, and humility towards one another aren't there just for self-satisfaction. And they're certainly not there for public appreciation. But when done intentionally, when Jesus is the center of what you're doing, he's the center of your love and of your unity and of your humility, you are declaring the deity of God. You are declaring uh, your devotion. You're reaffirming your devotion to him. Our love, our unity, and our humility towards one another, they are an act of worship to him. Joe Day has a saying that I really appreciate. I don't use it often, but I appreciate when she says it. And she says, everything is worship. And that's something really cool because sometimes... If everything is worship, then loading the dishwasher at the Lisbon Project is worship. And I can, that's a task, you guys. Like, especially after Sundays, or even like today after the service, loading that dishwasher, it's a lot of dishes. And then unloading feels like even more work, because then you have to pack them into the cupboards, and there's so many. But everything is worship. And serving, and, and the, the people that come here, and they clean the chairs when you guys, before you guys arrive, and when you leave they're going to come in again they're going to clean all the chairs that's worship um and we are going to wrap up this um, this time of sharing we have lots of other things exciting things happening happening today but today i would like to encourage you to encourage one another to celebrate victories of one another to support people through the deserts 
Let's leave the, the memes and the, the acronyms and the GIFs and the emojis aside a bit and be intentional in saying, I'm praying for you or you're not alone, I'm here with you. Which leads me to two things. If you, and I'd like to invite the worship team to, to come back. Um, but um, if you are a member of this community, and uh, whether you've been here for a long time, or um, whether you've just recently arrived, and you feel like the church, the local church, hasn't shown you the love and the unity that I'm talking about, then in humility, I would like to say that we are sorry as a church because we should be showing you love and we should be acting in unity with you and that you are valued, that you are appreciated, that we do want to be united with you as one body in Christ. But also to everybody here, I would like to invite you to, whether you're here or watching online, to embrace your place in the body. And that is whether you feel like you are a close part of the community or not. Maybe it's time you start um, showing the love and you start creating unity. The Bible talks about uh, Corinthians chapter 12. In, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 about us being the one body. And um, it talks about us, none of us being greater than anyone else. We're all one body. We're all together. And I need you just as much as you need me. And I need Mary. And Mary needs, and we, that's just how it goes. We all need one another. And that's why one anothering is so important. Because I cannot go without the arm. And I cannot go without the legs. And maybe the legs cannot go without the face. And, and that's just... The beauty of, of serving the Lord together is that we complement each other. So um, I would like to, to invite you to just embrace your place in the body, to step out of your comfort zone, because God sets every member in place just as he sees fit. And maybe uh, the foot feels like you're a bit far from the head, but maybe start applying unity with the toes and then Get the leg to join, then the knee, and then you're not so far from the head. So once, once everybody does their unity, once everybody starts practicing their love and their humility, then it's, we do become a, a bigger chunk, a, a more united body when we appreciate and we practice one another ring. Um, so I am going to, I would like to, to invite you to just close your eyes in your seats um, if the worship team could just play instrumental. Um, and um, we're just going to pray. Today, this service, I don't know if you've realized, but it's a bit different. We'll have a few people coming to the front um, to share their testimonies. And this will be maybe a time for you to start practicing your one another. As people come to share and to... to um, some people are very uncomfortable in front of a microphone others don't mind the microphone but are a bit uncomfortable about sharing about themselves and um, let's start practicing it now appreciate value the people that come here 
um, support them if, if I don't know what they're going to talk about but if it's a struggle then, then devote yourself in praying for them in encouraging them in showing them that you love that you appreciate that you're there that we're holding hands together chances are your schedules are not going to get any less busy in fact tendency is that you are going to get busier by the day so there will be no perfect time for you to start practicing in one another there will be no perfect time for you to to find a space to okay maybe now i can sit with a person start now start today now during the service after the service go talk to somebody go go build a bridge with somebody go go find out what is your name what do you do one another is for us this is an instruction for the church and i encourage you to one another here but also to take the concept of one another to your workplace to your homes to your neighborhoods let's let's build one another up let's work together remember you're doing it to glorify him you're doing it to build his kingdom you're doing it to 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 bring more people into his presence so father i thank you because there is no such a thing as a disposable christian Lord, I thank you because we are all one body. I thank you because you've seen us and you've looked at us with such love and you've chosen to include us in the body of Christ. Lord, and I pray that love, that, that humility and that unity would be a part of who we are, that it would be a part of what we do in our daily lives, Lord, not just at church, but also outside, that we would love, that we would that we'll be willing to forgive and to be united, Lord. Father, I pray away confusion and, and just uh, disagreements, Lord, but I pray, for, I pray for unity in your body, that we would be able to understand each other's limitations, that we would be able to understand that people make mistakes and that we need to forgive. Father, I pray for love, for an overflow of love, that we would be able to accept people, to help people, to build them up so that your name be glorified. Lord, I pray that when we are wrong, that we would have the humility to, to apologize and to get, our, to get ourselves together, to fix our acts, Lord, again, to worship you. Lord, may these three words be, be um, engraved in our hearts and in our minds, that we would practice this with love for you, with you in mind, Lord, with, with you being the center of it all. In Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Amen.